Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there, hello there, wherever you are, and welcome to the WP Builds Podcast. This is episode number 99 entitled, Help Your Clients to Help You with a Client Portal. Laura Elizabeth Explains. It was published on Thursday, the 25th of October, 2018. My name's Nathan Wrigley from pictureandword.co.uk, a small web development agency based in the north of England. And today, not joined by David Wormsley because it's an interview with Laura Elizabeth from Client Portal. So there we go couple of bits of housekeeping. Please, if you enjoy the podcast, head over to wpbuilds.com and use the menu at the top. If you click on the subscribe link, you'll be able to subscribe to us. We have a Facebook group, which is thriving. We also emit notifications in our Slack channel. We've got a messenger update option. And also we put all of this content out on YouTube. We'd certainly appreciate it if you feel free to Go and give us a five-star review on iTunes. Apparently that really, really helps. That would be most welcome indeed. Now, it's episode 99 today, so that means that next week it's episode 100, and it's a bit of a weird one. If you go over to wpbuilds.com forward slash webinars, you'll find that there is a webinar entitled Episode 100 Live, because we're going to do a live episode. We've got myself and David Wormsley coming on, We've also got Jim Galliano, we've got David McCann, we've got Vaughan Simons, who are all major contributors to our Facebook group, and possibly another person whose name I won't mention because he may or may not be able to turn up because he's on holiday, and uh, and if he does, that's great, and if he doesn't, no problem. But yeah, we're going to do an episode that's live just to sort of celebrate this 100th episode. It's a bit of a milestone for David and I. And the intention is that we will give out the prizes because if you go to wpbuilds.com forward slash 100, we have our episode 100 quite good giveaway. And if you haven't entered it so far, you really, really should go and enter it because there are over 180 WordPress prizes, themes, plugins, training, all sorts of things. Um it runs out on the the day before the 100th podcast, so that's the last day of October, Halloween. And you can win um, just a ridiculous amount of stuff. I've mentioned it before. There's things like Microthema, Elementor, um, there's Beaver Builder, uh, Power Pack, Ultimate Add-ons, WP Ultimo, lots of Zach Gordon courses... Oh, goodness me, Page Builder Framework, Ultimate Dashboard, Smart Slider, some time to talk to Troy Dean, Swift, Cobalt Apps, Unstoppable Courses, Convert Pro, Missing Letter, Project Hoddle, ACF Pro, Client Portal, which is actually what we're going to be talking about today, Facet WP, Content Snare, Breezy page builder I mean, the list goes on and on um oh astra as well yeah loads and loads of good stuff and so we're going to be announcing those prizes live and we thought it would be nice if we got a few people from our community who have been really really helpful and thoughtful to come on with us as well so please if you fancy joining us live it's going to be 
next week, 3pm, so that's Thursday, the 1st of November, 3pm UK time. If you go to, like I say, wpbuilds.com forward slash webinars and you click on the big blue button which says uh, register now or something like that, I think it says register now, yeah, register now, then it's got an option to register for the podcast so you can join us live and above the register button is a little drop down, it's kind of hidden but it's a drop down um, which can include your time zone so if you do that you'll be able to see um, exactly, exactly when it will be in your time zone. Okay, there we go. Nothing more to add, really, except to say that today we've got Laura Elizabeth from Client Portal on. She's a UK um, citizen, but she's living in the United States, in Virginia, and she's got a fabulous product, two products, really, a course and a plugin called Client Portal. And the idea of Client Portal is that it will enable you to very quickly and very simply get information about your projects to and from your client. It's a nice little simple dashboard plugin, and I think the simplicity of it is its greatest strength. So have a listen, see what you think about that, and please come and join us and register for next week's podcast. The more the merrier, that would be really nice. Okay, thank you. I hope you enjoy this week's podcast. Hello there. Thank you for listening to this part, getting this far into the podcast. Today, all the way from, well, you know what? All the way from the UK and North America, all at the same time, is Laura Elizabeth. Hello, Laura. Hello. Laura, the reason I say that is because, as you'll discover in just a moment, Laura has got the um, the, the English accent going on. So she's from England, but she lives, lives in Virginia in North America right at the moment. And um, we've got her on today because she has got a really fabulous little product called Client Portal, which is a WordPress plugin. Before we get into that, what I'm going to ask you, Laura, to tell us about um, your sort of backstory, if you like. Tell us a little bit about yourself and then we can move on into um, how you got into coding and what have you. So, yeah, just first of all, tell us who you are and what's going on in your life. Yeah, so I'm Laura and I, well, I started as a designer. Um, I've been a web designer for the last, I think, seven or maybe even eight years. Um, I studied design throughout university and college and then I went to work in a design agency and then I started freelancing about a year after that. Um, I've been freelancing basically ever since. Um, And then I brought out this product, which is, which you mentioned, Client Portal. And um, that was actually initially something that I made for myself while I was freelancing to use with my clients. And I'll explain a little bit more about what it is Mm. um, a bit later. Um, And that a lot of people were really interested in that. So I basically put it up for sale and launched the product. And from about February this year onwards, I've been I don't really freelance very much anymore and I've been pretty much full-time on product so I've got the client portal plugin and um, I also have a design course for developers called uh, design academy so those two keep me very very busy um, yeah from yeah about February onwards did you um, did you intend to to drop the freelancing or was that just like an accident and you found that you had no free space in your week so one had to go and the plugins and the courses seemed like the best bet yeah I think it, it was interesting I I always admired people who were more into the product space because it looked like a lot of fun it looked like you know they were sort of building their own businesses rather than trading 
time for money, which is when I was freelancing, I felt like that's what I was doing. Mm. Um, in a lot of ways, when I was freelancing, I still felt like I had a full-time job because uh, my clients really expected me to be around, you know, during normal working hours, which mm. I, I totally understand. But um, I always wanted more of a, um, uh, I don't know if work-life balance is the right word for it, but um, I just, I didn't want to... Um, you know, have to be at my desk from nine to five, mm. Monday to Friday. Mm. Um, and I still felt with freelancing, I kind of had to be there because, you know, they'd call me or they'd email me and they'd expect a response straight away. And so I, I was always looking for something else to do, but I wasn't quite sure what that would be and whether I was actually even capable of building any kind of business around anything other than freelancing. Mm. So it happened very slowly. I started with building an audience. Um, it was actually an audience of developers and um over the space of maybe two years or so um that it actually you know became a proper business where i had you know products and stuff that i could sell so it was it was kind of on purpose but i didn't quite know what i was doing yeah i can understand i think probably a lot of the people in this group have have toyed with the idea of doing exactly what you have ended up doing you know the idea of freelancing is just this glorious lifestyle where you spend loads of time on a beach of course it's not like that you 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 end up doing kind of business hours don't you and very very rarely do I kind of just suddenly shoot off and go and do something inspirational or different you just sort of stay at the desk and do your work and I've often thought oh could I make a SaaS app out of that or could I make a plug-in out of that and kind of never got around to it so how did you how did you take the leap to do it? What what was the process that you went through during that two year period, roughly, where you were building up your list? What what was what was the stuff that you were involved with? Were you on Facebook? Were you put, putting out videos, writing tutorials? What? Yeah, so it really started with Design Academy, so teaching design to developers, and. What, what it was, was I, when I was freelancing, my favorite clients were always developers. Um, I just loved working with them and they always had the same issue, which is that they really appreciated good design, but they didn't know how to replicate it. And they had all these ideas for little side projects that they wanted to do that they didn't really know whether they were going to monetize. So they didn't really want to invest much into it at the start, um, but they wanted to know how to make it look good. So. I kind of saw that recurring issue come up over and over again. So I thought, you know, I've been in exactly the same situation when I was at um, college and university and even working in a design agency. Um, I felt like I did not know how to make something look good. Mm. Um, I felt like I was just missing some, you know, some thing. And so I could really relate to these developers who were saying, you know, I understand that design is about solving problems and all that kind of stuff. And I know that, you know, UX is really important. Um, I feel like I understand that and I know how to do that, but how do I just make it look decent? Like, how do I make it not look terrible? Mm -hmm. um, so I thought, you know, this is something that I think I'm going to try and do. I'm going to try and make a course to teach developers how to design. So I started speaking at as many conferences as I could going on podcasts, um, doing guest posts for the people without anything actually to sell, but just to build an audience of developers mm -hmm. so I could actually find out more about what they struggled with and then build the course with my audience like coming along with me. Um, and so that was that was kind of the goal. Um, creating a course is a crazy ton of work. I didn't realize how much work it would be mm. and I could never ever find the time to do that while I was freelancing. It just, it always slipped down the priority list. Um, 
I, I really felt like I needed to be able to focus on it full time. But with that, if I wasn't freelancing, I wouldn't have the income to enable me to focus on it full time. So I was kind of a little bit stuck there. And so what happened with Client Portal, that came out as a little bit of an accident. So like I mentioned, I was speaking at a lot of conferences. Um, I got asked to speak at a freelancing conference about how to work remotely with clients. And I did a talk on working remotely and I kind of briefly mentioned this dashboard that I made to use with my clients um, because I was talking about how, you know, sometimes if you use something complex like Basecamp and you're just working on a small project, clients won't use it, the learning curve's too steep. So, hey, why don't you just put a dashboard on your website which keeps all of your deliverables in the same place and you can link out to different services like if you use Newsy or Better Proposals or something for proposals and HelloSign for contracts or Google Docs and, you know, you've got mm -hmm. all these different branded services, why not just have a really simple dashboard so you can keep it in one place? And what happened after the conference is the, the organizer went around the room and said, what was the number one takeaway you got from this entire conference? And way more than 50% of the audience actually said, Laura's client portal idea, it's genius, I want one, where can I get it? Um, so that kind of made me think, you know, oh, wow, maybe I've got something here that I can make a product out of. Um, I was I was a little bit unsure, but a lot of people really encouraged me to go ahead and do it. Um, and the organizer himself said, look, if you actually want to make this into a product, I'll promote it to my audience um, and we'll do like a joint venture thing where he takes 50. I take 50 percent of whatever sales they make because he knew his audience really wanted this. So he was happy to sort of promote it. Um, so I decided, OK, let's do it. And uh, he said I basically had until Monday and I think this was like Thursday or something where he'd send out the promotion because he was sending something out anyway. So I basically oh. had like four days to kind of make this into some kind of product. So I wrote all the documentation. I cleaned up the HTML template because um, at the time it was just a HTML template. Um, I wrote emails about, you know, what the product was, sort of, you know, what you could use it for. Um, and the most important thing was... Um, after asking most people, they all said they needed it to be a WordPress plugin. A HTML template just wasn't going to cut it. It had to, most people used WordPress, so it had to be WordPress. And I'd say, you know, if you if you buy now, you're going to get it for the the lowest price. And I'm basically going to reinvest all that money into creating a WordPress plugin, um, which was great for me because I'm quite low risk with a lot of things that I do. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't really want to invest too much money if like it was just going to be a flop. Um, and that really helped because the the launch went really well and I made more than enough to hire a, a really good developer to make it into a WordPress plugin and to make it into a product. And then, you know, suddenly within the space of a few days, I was, I was basically in products. Um, it wasn't a full-time <laughs> income, you know, straight away. I was still freelancing, but I had something that I could sell and I had something that I could build. And I had an audience of developers, some of whom were freelancers and were interested in the product. Um, and so it just kind of, it, it just kind of came out of that. So Design Academy, the design course was meant to be my first product, but it just so happened that Client Portal was easier to ship and I had this great opportunity. So that became my first product. And then 
yeah, that's basically the story. Well, it's it's really fascinating. I mean, some things are just hit and miss, aren't they? You don't know. And the thing that you least expect to be super successful or popular or desirable ends up being the thing that you uh, that you, you make your living out of. What's interesting in that story, what I really like about that is you still, there was still a moment in there where it could have gone horribly wrong, you know, because you did say, I will release this as a WordPress plugin and you need to, you know, give us some money in advance. Presumably there must have been a heart moment where the first people handed over money and now you're thinking okay now I've got to build it even if nobody else signs up I know that was the that was the terrifying thing because I I knew that theoretically I could treat it like a kickstarter and I I could potentially you know it was more difficult because I was doing the joint venture thing but I could refund people yes but I I knew I really did not want to do that yeah um I I would probably even if I only got a few sales I'd have probably dipped into my own money to hire a developer and just use that as you know extra um just to you know motivate me to make sure I sell more but it was it was scary and I was just I was just not confident that people were gonna buy this and I was I was so surprised about how well it did and you know everyone says that the the great thing about the product is that it's simple you know a lot mm. of products you you think when you make a product you've got to make the ultimate product that kind of does everything and what I really love about uh, client portal is that it really does one thing but it does it really well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and because it's so simple it's just ridiculously flexible so you know you're not you don't have to just use it with clients. Um, mm. We were talking just before the call and I was saying, I actually used Client Portal for my knowledge base for Client Portal. Um, I've used it for, you know, online courses and stuff like that. It's just, it's so unbelievably flexible because it's so simple. And that's um, and that's just something I'm really, I'm knowing what goes into making a product. I'm so glad it's simple because yeah. <laughs> there's a there's an awful lot of work, even for something like Client Portal. I mean, you know, I'm working on it every single day um, and reinvesting a lot into it, even though it's so simple. So, you know, I, I think about all these SaaS apps and stuff and I think wow how do you how do you do that (laughs) that's crazy yeah it is I mean simplicity the design is lovely by the way and the simplicity of it is I think where the strength lies exactly as you said I um I downloaded it and got the uh the pdf uh documentation and I sort of scanned through it and I was sort of scanning continuing thinking okay there's only about eight pages or something great that's good that I, I always think that's a good mark because there's not too many things to do to get started so maybe we should flip the conversation now um, onto the product itself and what it's intended for and how it goes about doing it. Now, I should say, if you were to go onto the internet and Google client uh, portal, um, you will probably run up against some videos uh, where it demonstrates how it works. And that's always going to be a lot easier than us trying to describe it, but we'll, we'll give it a go anyway. I should point out that the, the URL is client-portal.io. Um, so that's where you'd need to go if you wanted to actually look at the product pages itself, but maybe go onto YouTube or something and Google that and see see what comes up. So Laura, tell us what it Tell us specifically what it does and how it does it and you know what, what the features are that you're really proud of. Yeah, so the idea is, is it's meant to be used for freelancers and agencies to use with their clients. And 
it's really made for people who have an existing workflow that they kind of replicate over and over again for their clients. So, you know, for example, for my workflow, I used Google Docs to write the brief. And the reason I use Google Docs is because I wanted my clients to be able to collaborate in real time on that brief with me. Mm -hmm. um, I use things like Envision for prototypes and, you know, all these different kinds of tools. Um, so it's really good for people who do that. And Basically, what you do is when you start a project, um, you send your client an email with um, a URL and a uh, login information. And they go to your website and they get met with like a login page. They log in and they see basically this portal of information for everything to do with your project from I put things like my availability and my working hours, how I prefer to be contacted. Um, I do a weekly call with my clients. So I reiterate the time of that um, and then underneath what you can see is a lot of different modules and you can see some are active so they're clickable so you can click on them and you can either download files from them you can go to an external url or you can go to a um, sort of content page where it's a client portal content page where you can write you know basically whatever you want in there you can see some that have got little ticks next to them. So these are the modules that have been completed and some that are grayed out. Um, so these are the modules that are upcoming, but they're not started yet. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of a really important distinction because what I really wanted was when a client logs on to their portal, um, I wanted them to be able to see exactly where they were in the process um, visually at any given point mm. and be able to see what's upcoming what they need to be working on right now maybe the client needs to complete something um maybe you need to complete something and they just have this very very visual way to kind of see that um and that's really important because a lot of clients don't necessarily know how projects like this work and they want to be able to know you know what what to expect you know maybe mm. you tell them in their first call but they forget um, so it's really nice being able to see everything that's upcoming for their project. Um, yeah, and they can keep this afterwards as well and just use it as a hub to um, find files or, you know, proposals or whatever they need to find. Like as long as they need it, it's, it can be there uh, for them, which reduces the need for them to email you in like six months down the line saying, oh, hey, remember that logo you did for me six yeah, months ago? I've, yeah, I've yeah, lost yeah. the file. Yeah. <laughs> they don't need to do that. They just log in and they can find it all there. The nice thing about it is coming from the sort of WordPress community, obviously everybody listening to this is tinkering and playing with WordPress all the time. So we know um, how to manage all that kind of stuff. And I, I do really like the fact that you haven't tried to build here an app which tries to do everything. So, you know, you can defer the, the stuff over to Google Drive, uh, exactly as you say, because that stuff has its amazing collaboration built in. Heaps of people are using it. And it's just a URL away. So it, rather than have all of that stuff inside your app, well, just paste a URL in and we can collaborate on that document over there. Or you can upload, you know, a document, a PDF or whatever, and it can all be kind of contained in these silos but you've not tried to build the app that handles everything you've tried to build a visual representation of your own workflow and I think that's the genius bit of it yeah exactly and I think um you know if I was if I was like a really big company maybe I could uh, do all these things really well but I I know people who run companies who basically just do proposals and that's the you know the only thing that they do mm. and there's there's so much like nuance in there uh, for building a proposal tool that 
you know, that's basically a full-time job in itself. And mm. the same for having a collaborative document. You know, it sounds simple, and I guess maybe we take it for granted um, how much work actually goes into these individual tools to make them so great. And I think if you try to build something that's got all of these, you know, that work um, in your specific app, you're going to have a really, really hard time making that a good experience all around. And I that was my frustration with a lot of project management software because, you know, I felt like, oh, you know, you're trying to be Google Docs or you're trying to be something else, but it's just buggy and it's just not working. Mm, and I'd, I'd mm. rather just be able to use Google Docs with this. Um, so, yeah, that was the frustration there. Yeah, I think the, the other nice thing, of course, is that this belongs inside your own URL. So it's not it doesn't have to be even a subdomain. It just you just bolt it onto your um your regular domain and there it is it's quite nice because you can you can brand it so you can you can put your logo in and it looks like your creation if you like but you can also brand your client portal side of things can't you so that if your client is given the correct url they'll arrive at something which looks um which looks like their own branding which i think is a nice touch as well yeah so it was it was very deliberate in the design that i wanted it to be I wanted it to be able to look like an extension of pretty much any website. So I didn't mm. want it to look like an external tool because, you know, I had that frustration too, where I, I want people to think that this is just something that I built myself. Mm -hmm. um, so that was really important. And like you said, you can either, there's really two ways you can go about the branding. You can either brand every portal to completely match your website with your logo, your colors um, and whatever else. Or if you've got a, bit of extra time with each client you can brand each individual portal to match their branding um, and I usually do this even though it, it doesn't take much longer it's literally changing about the design so simple so it's about changing like three colors and uploading a logo yeah yeah um, but it makes them it, it just kind of at the start of the project I think it kind of gives them that wow okay this is this is pretty cool I have yeah. I've never had this before they've yeah. actually put a lot of work into making this especially for me. And the truth is you haven't really put a lot of work into it, but the client thinks you have. Mm. Um, and I actually, I actually had one of my clients when I was using it with my, um, when I was freelancing, who said this, this portal thing you've got is, is amazing. Did you make it yourself? And I said, well, yeah, I did. And he was like, you should make this into a product and sell it. It's great. <laughs> so you did. <laughs> so even, yeah, exactly. So I ended up doing just that. Um, when you get inside of it, the, the, another sort of remarkable thing about it is that it's it's kind of not fixed on anything you can make it your own but the principle is that it's kind of cards and behind those cards is other things so the client might log in and see uh five or six seven or eight however many parts you have to your process so in my case it would possibly be you know the client would log in and there might be a have you signed the contract bit and that would be either ticked or not ticked and there's a lovely little green circular tick in the top right hand corner of that card and if not then they can click on it and I could send them off to a copy which I'd store in WordPress of their contract and once they've signed it I can then tick that off and then they'll move on to the next card and you can make that whatever you want so it might be have you uh, downloaded and checked and, and agreed on the the wireframe so yeah ticked move on and on it goes so it really it could be absolutely anything and it doesn't just fit web design it could be anything where there's a like a process yeah Exactly. Yeah, I've had I've had so many different people use it. I've had lawyers use it. 
um, accountants. I've had furniture shops use it and travel agents and all these people who I, I would never have thought would have even found it um, ended up, you know, being customers and they use it. And yeah, so it's it doesn't have to be specific to web design at all. Inside of each card, you alluded to it earlier, but it might be good to be specific about this. There, you, you can you can link to three different kinds of things. Um, you can link to a, a URL. You can link to what are the others? I'm sorry, my mind's gone blank. <laughs> so, so you can either link to a URL. Um, you can upload files. That's so. It. If you upload some files to Client Portal, it'll be displayed in like a nice little modal where they can download it. Mm -hmm. um, or we have content pages, which is the newest feature of Client Portal, which is something I've wanted for so long. So That's I'm so happy really it's out. That's really good. I love this. To talk about this. Tell us what's in the, the content page because that is really nice. Yeah, it's, I mean, again, it's, it's so simple, but it just makes it so unbelievably flexible. It's basically a uh, page with a left-hand sidebar, which kind of takes all your modules and stuff and puts it, you know, it's like a little navigation down the left. And then mm -hmm. on the right, um, it's basically just a place where you can put anything. So you can embed videos, you can embed text, you can embed like iframes or, you know, I think even stuff like Trello boards can be put in there and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's sort of within client portal rather than when you use a URL you sort of leave client portal. Um, so that's really really nice and that's enabled that's enabled me to be able to use it for so many more things. So like I said, I use it for the knowledge base now. So um, when someone clicks on a module, it goes to a page where you know it tells them how to do X Y Z with client portal, and then mm. we have this really nice navigation at the left hand side where they can sort of jump between the different content pages. Um, you could use it for things like video courses. So um, I think on the demo that I've got, I think in the first module, the getting started one, there's like a video at the top and then some text underneath, which is literally pretty much exactly the same as the courseware that I use for mm. my design course, except mm. that came out before I had this new feature in Client Portal, else it would have been, you know, perfect. I mean, that's really all you need for coursewares. The ability to be able to have a video, have some text, you can link out to different worksheets. You can embed forms in there. So you can have questionnaires straight in Client Portal if you use something like Contact Form 7 or Gravity Forms. Um, so the content page has just made it so unbelievably flexible. So I'm still absolutely flying that that's finally released. Does the Is the content page recyclable between different clients? So could I, for example, have Client X over here looking at this content page and also Client Y looking at the exact same content page yeah exactly so you can you create a content page and then you just um you'll have like a section in wordpress of all your content pages and then when you create a portal you can either select one of those or you can create a new one um from there it's just one of those things that unless you've again sadly unless you've seen it you kind of can't work out how useful it could be but it's dead simple and yet really straightforward so kind of takes care of all those things just one thing that occurred to me when i was playing around with it was one of the requirements i recently had actually it's going back about a year before i was even aware that client portal existed the the client wanted a portal and they wanted they were an automotive company and they wanted the assets to be absolutely siphoned off so that this client no matter what happened they could not download the assets that was belonging to another client even if they got hold of the url does it do any clever stuff like that or is it simply the fact that they're on this page so they can click the link 
um, they're allowed the asset, or does it does it block access to the assets that other people shouldn't be able to see? So, basically, every every client will have an individual login, um, and you will assign a client to a particular portal. Um, so only the people who have the login information for that portal and the link will be able to access things um, that are inside that. The only exception to that is um, for the upload files feature. Mm-hmm. We basically upload them to WordPress's media library. Of course. And unfortunately, WordPress's media library, I do not know why they do this. It's like the worst thing ever, and I hope they change it. But if you have a direct link to anything in the media library, you can access that. Um, so we're trying to work on something that can kind of get around that. So, you know, if you have the direct link, you can't access the files. Yes. Um, but if there's anything like super confidential, we recommend like using something like Dropbox or something that, you know, ha- I think is a bit more secure um, in that kind of sense and only use the upload thing just as you would any other file you upload to WordPress. You know, yeah. everything is unfortunately um, downloadable, but we are working on something um to get around that and in the meantime i'm hoping wordpress change that yeah i mean it, it it ultimately you will succeed at that because it can be done um and it's a nice little feature isn't it you know if you can pull that one off in in other words if client x moved to rival client y and they were both on your books and still had all the uh, urls for the secret top secret <laughs> widget that they were building they could no longer get it because they weren't logged in as you say the media library is just it's just an open repository it's public facing stuff isn't it but um yeah yeah interesting yeah so is there anything um apart from that user um permission thing that you've just mentioned is there anything that you've got on the books planned for the future the roadmap if you like yeah, so we have a public roadmap. It's in a Trello board. I've actually got it up right now. Um, so what we're working on at the minute is, um, well, firstly, the, the I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right, Gutenberg? Gutenberg, thing? yes. Yeah. I say so, Gutenberg, but if you're in America, you say Gutenberg. Ah, okay. I've obviously been in America too yeah. long. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're working on that. So we're going to do like the whole, we're going to make sure that it's going to, you know, work with that when that comes out. Okay. Um, we're adding a couple of translations. We're also adding, um, you know, support for the WordPress comment system. So you'll be able to write comments um, oh, with your neat. client. Yeah, that's um, a neat idea. Yeah. Yeah. In, in client portal. And then uh, the other thing that we're working on, which is um, something that we've been meaning to do for a really long time, is the ability to assign multiple clients to a single portal. So right. the way it works at the minute is you can have one client per portal. Um, obviously, some people need more than one client per portal. Um, there is a workaround for that. You basically make it a password protected portal rather than a one that where you have a specific user with a login. So you just won't um, use WordPress's built-in password protection. Yeah, but yeah, we've yeah. just we've all we've done is we've just styled it so it matches client portal and it doesn't. It's not like that ugly modal thing that pops up. Okay. It's like a proper login page that just gives you a password thing. Um, but what we're working on right now is the ability for multiple clients to be able to have different logins and log into um, a portal. And yeah, that's, and then a couple of, we work on trans a lot of translations as well. So mm. we're adding German and Danish and, you know, as more come in, we'll keep doing that. But yeah, that's our, that's our current roadmap. And we have a ton of other stuff that's coming in the future, but we're not working on right now um which i don't like to necessarily commit to because we've had it sometimes where we've um said we're gonna do something and then we found out that it's 
either not possible or just really, really hard and wouldn't mean we need to change everything in client portal. So yeah. those ones I mentioned are the ones that are definitely happening because they're being worked on right now. Yeah. And then you've got, um, there's a link on the client portal website to the roadmap where you can add your own feature requests, um, as and when you like, and then we just, you can vote on them as well. And we'll basically go through those and see what's what. Okay, great. Um, are you working on anything else as well? Or is it client portal and your course all the way or like that's, that's your thing from now on? Yeah, it's pretty much just client portal and the course. So that, that keeps me busy, um, full time. So fortunately I've released my course now. So that part's, that part's done, but, um, I'm always kind of refining it and tweaking it and, you know, talking about it and yeah. stuff. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, just those two. Well, it seems like you've got your hands full, a very popular and no doubt, you know, it's still young, but being discovered. And I think as with everything, the more features that you add in and the more, um, the more it's more time that passes, the more people that hear about it, the more popular it will be. It's, it's really, it's great. I really like it. I re I just love the way it looks. That's, that yeah. was my primary thing when I went to your website. Nice nice straightforward beautifully designed website and actually can i say i actually think your doc your pdf document with your nice little curvy red arrows uh was quite nicely done as well oh yeah <laughs> that know. needs that needs updating big time that's from an early earlier version but oh, i'm glad long. you liked it yeah I mean, just like it, i just looked at it and thought do you know what i would have just drawn a bog standard quick one but you've done a nicely curved one and they're all, they're all curved in unison and it looks really, it looks really good yeah that's um, the downside to being a designer everything takes so much longer it has to be right it has to be yeah. right yeah but it, it honestly very good i i would i would commend the audience to go and check it out um it's client-portal.io and uh, that's that's all the questions I've got Laura I don't know if you want to tell us uh, a little bit more about where you can be found or anything else that you want to offer the audience it's up to you off you go yeah um, so I do have an offer for the audience if uh, anyone's interested in getting client portal um, you can get 20% off by uh, just using the coupon code WP builds. Um, and if you want to ask me any questions, you can either find me on Twitter, which is at Laurium, which is L-A-U-R-I-U-M. Um, or you can just email me. Uh, my inbox is always open to anyone who wants to ask questions either about client portal or freelancing or the design course, you know, whatever it is. Mm. Um, and that's Laura at LauraElizabeth.co. Um, and yeah, I also have a, um, a free little mini course um, if anyone in your audience is a freelancer, um, which is clientexperiencecourse.com. And that just kind of takes you through everything I learned while I was freelancing about uh, working with clients and giving them a really, really good experience. Mm, great. Laura, thanks for coming on the podcast today. I hope that uh, I hope that you continue to see spikes in your sales and that this is this is what you can do from now on. Cheers very much. Thank you so much. <laughs>